welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 186. We're going to talk about 205 Live NXT, and we watched a ladder match from Starcade 2000, the year 2000. And uh, we got some news and some questions and probably some other random stuff along the way. My name is John, and joining me as she does every week is my tag team partner, the Shannon Moore to my Shane Helms, Marianne. Hello. I, I was really hoping you'd make me Shannon. Well, I did. I was really hoping for it. I was like, oh, God, please give me the one with the blonde streaks. There you go. Well, they both have them, but this one's definitely more blonde than the other one. Yep. How's it going? Good. Um, I believe you have some news to tell our listeners. (laughs) I do have some news. Um, I am now engaged to be wed to my fantastic girlfriend, Lauren. Girlfriend? Uh, Is she not now your Well, she's my fiancé. I mean, engaged. If I said I'm engaged to my fiancé, I think that just says, yeah. That's just redundant. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you watch Seinfeld? I did. Ever? Yeah. Do you remember the one where the with the one lady who's, like, really obnoxious about her fiancé? Yeah. Is that the dingo? H.O. baby? Yes! Maybe the dingo H.O. fiancé? Yeah. Maybe the dingo (laughs) your fiancé. Yeah. Anyways, I'm so happy for you, John. Oh, thank you. Aren't you glad that I warned? Like I, I was like, ooh, I, I warned you ahead of time. You should probably tell Nia, or she's gonna be furious. Yeah, I'm glad I told her. Yeah, if you find if she found out the long way, oh man, she would have been so mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking Don't need of Nia, that. She finished my tattoo. Yeah, she did. It looks great. Yeah, and she it's not job. as painful as like I mean, it was pretty painful yesterday. Right. Today it's not so bad, but yeah. Yesterday it hurt because when I was at the gym, my my trainer like smacked me on the arm, forgetting that I had just gotten a tattoo. Yikes! And I was like, "Oh, Zach, you dipshit." But anyways, um, what are you up to this weekend? Um, what am I up to this weekend? Tomorrow we're gonna go get my ring resized, just because it needs to be resized a little bit. So she got you a ring. Yeah. That is the cutest thing ever, Lauren, <laughs> you feminist son of a bitch. <laughs> so down. Yeah, it was very I cute. personally would never, because oh. I am just just couldn't. All right. Also, I'll never be loved. But anyways, um, <laughs> wow. I threateningly texted Tim Donst after I found out, and I was like, so, John, who got me hooked on you in the first place, just got engaged this weekend, so no fucking pressure or anything. Damn. Yeah. And then Max texted me and was like, so I'm going as your date to John's wedding, right? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Yeah, I know. Well, if if Max and Tim show up with me, oh wow, you'll just have to deal. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. It'll be great shit. I'm so excited. But yeah. anyways, some wrestling happened this week. Yeah, let's talk about some, some wrestling. Yes. Shall we? Let's start with some, some 205 Live. I mean... Side note, though. Let's go back really fast to New Japan. Have you been watching um, Best Friends? Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's go to New Japan real quick. Uh, I have truthfully not watched any of this tournament. 
Not, Dude. Yeah, I know. Have you been watching at least the clips um, of the after their matches? I've seen like some of them. Oh my god. They're so good. Like I don't even need to watch the match. I'm just dying because Trent is just so brilliant. How many points well, they're both brilliant. How many points did we say they would get? I think we were dead on. They got they finished the tournament with fourteen points. Is that what we said? I think Dan, that's what we you either... listen to us more than we listen to us. How many points? <laughs> we did either you said get? fourteen or sixteen, so we were not that far off. Huh. So good for us. We did we did good. The finals Yeah, I know my freaking Dustin, man. Yeah. I think the finals are on tonight and it's uh Tamatonga and Tongaloa taking on uh Sonata and Evil. So the more things change, the more they stay the same because that was the <laughs> that was the tournament finals last year. That's um, fucking shitty. Yeah. It should be Greggy and Dusty. Wow. So the Tongans have been in the finals for the for the past three years, and they've lost both times, so they're going to win tonight. Okay, well. Whatever. Um, Still, Greggy and Dusty made it a lot farther than we thought. Yeah, they did. Well, actually, no, they made it exactly as far as we thought. What am I talking about? Exactly. Yeah, I was going to correct that typo, too. Um, <laughs> for those of not up to date, Marianne and I now share a, a uh, Google Doc where... We just joint throw up on yeah, the like internet. this one right here. See? Yes, I see. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, that one I could not look past. That's like an NWO type of thing going on there. It's yeah, weird. you fucked that one up real bad. Anyways, two hundred five live, where they weigh two hundred and five pounds or less, or less. Yes, indeed. Um, our or cool exactly two hundred and five pounds yes. pushing it every single time. Cedric Alexander, possibly Bud Murphy, and probably Buddy Murphy. <laughs> Whatever, we look past it. Um, our cool uncle runs down the show for us, as always. Okay, so you know how I'm huge into makeup, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm sure Lauren would totally get what I'm talking about, but have you ever looked at someone and you just know that they fill in their eyebrows? Yes. Like, you look at them and they're like, their eyebrows are way too sculpted and perfect. They have to fill them in. There, there has got to be some, like, pomade, like, powder mixture going into those brows to make them look like that. <laughs> right. That cool Uncle Drake has to just, he fills his eyebrows, man. Somebody, fill, well, somebody clearly fills his eyebrows for him because there's no way. With a tan that orange. There you go. I mean, shit. Have you have you seen that his gimmick on uh, on Raw is now to just pee on everything? Dude, yes. And also, my favorite thing about just him being on Raw is just Glenn Joseph from Progress just ripping into him every time. <laughs> and just like just being like, oh, remember when you were this? And it's just like horrible shit. <laughs> Man, Rockstar Spud had some kick-ass entrances when he wrestled. I think a, a handful of times at Progress. You have to be you have to be kick-ass if you're going to be that orange in real life. Yeah, before you've made it to the Fed. <laughs> uh, we opened the show with. <laughs> The Brian Kendrick taking on Drew Gulak, and I'm laughing because I originally typed uh, Drew with a G. Grew. Grew. Grew Dulak, which apparently was what I was <laughs> going to type, which is basically, um, sounds like a Star Wars character. 
If you just put no, an apostrophe. No, that sounds like you mean it sounds like it sounds like a wrestling name that Biff Busick would give himself. Yes, absolutely. Not unlike Oni Lorkin. Very much, <laughs> very much so. Um, and I, I mean, I only have a couple of notes here, but one of them is I feel like I should love Drew Gulak more because he's basically Dean Malenko. Yes, I think that Instagram post I sent you last week is proof of this. Yes, absolutely. He is um, indeed Drew Gulenko. Drew Gulenko. Oh, cute. I feel like he's been icy for a while now. Yes, he has indeed been icy. Like um, his his like a, he's been icy for like ever. Yes. But he has this way of performing that makes everything he's doing completely serious even if he's not. Yes. It's yeah. like his style is so real. Like even in Chikara yeah, man. He was like, I'm going to fuck around, but not fuck around at the same time. I'm going to be like serious, grounded wrestler Jugulak, but also wear a doofy colonial coat with military buttons down the front. <laughs> he, he is oh, for I missed real. That like, jacket. The name, like the name Legal Eagle. Yes. It just reminds me he like Drew Gulak is the the uh, the bald the bald eagle Muppet. Yes. Sam the Eagle. Sam the Eagle. Yes. Yeah, that's your Gulak. <laughs> um, I mean, this is a pretty good match. These two know each other pretty well. Uh, Gulak powerbombed the fuck out of Kendrick at one point. Yeah, and Kendrick put him in that captain's hook, and I was like, man, just give Gulak an award for making that look even remotely painful. <laughs> like, I don't, even, I don't even care what award it is. Just give it to him. Because he was like, oh, this is so painful, but he, like, wasn't even holding it. There was a point where I believe Gulak was going for some sort of submission hold and he needed to like readjust for some reason and he used his head, literally used his head to hold Kendrick's arm in place so he could readjust and then uh, and get a hold of the arm. It was great. I loved it. My, my favorite thing is they were in Texas, right? Yes. And every time Drew Gulak is in Texas, everywhere he goes, he's wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> that's great so like everywhere in public when he's posting instagram photos he's wearing a cowboy hat in everything perfect such a douche um, i love it this ended with uh some interference which is dumb and lame but also just make cruiserweight tag team championships already thank you right we have so many teams so so many, many friendships teams. and gulak yelling at a child at the end was great yeah low-key big dust shout out yeah that was very that was very Chuck Taylor. Yes, yes it was. Uh we then had our cool uncles having a sit down chat with the kid who was held back two years in middle school. Um I didn't really watch this because I don't care. I just reading that note by itself before knowing what it was made me so confused. And then I watched it and I'm still so confused <laughs> by why you typed that. Just because it's like, oh, I want to sit down and talk to you. And he's like, I don't care what you say, I do what I want. Oh, okay. <laughs> and because he does what he wants, he's been held back two years in middle school. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. Ari Bray Divyat. Ari Bray Divyat versus a local Clay Roberts was up next. We have the new nasty Divari who apparently respects. Just had, wearing all black instead of all white. And uh, like a, I mean, it wasn't a Hawaiian shirt, but it basically was. I can't look at him without thinking of Bezod. New nasty Bezod. 
which with Devari's track record on our podcast is a total insult to Bezod, but it, he probably deserves it. <laughs> it very much is true. Uh, apparently, this new nasty Devari respects Hideo Itami, uh, and he just slaps the shit out of Clay Roberts and clotheslines him eight million times, and that's the end of the match. He doesn't even pin Dude, him. Itami backstage was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Like, not not on purpose. It was like the stage direction they gave him was rub your chin and look intrigued, but be really Japanese while you're doing it. Hmm. Like, he stood there, and it's it's never been more obvious that they're projecting an image onto the screen afterwards, and he's just actually looking at a blank screen. <laughs> like, it's never been more obvious than when we watched that. Absolutely. It was just so awkward. Oh, my God. Uh, next up, Hot Cop, Mustafa Ali. You just made the list. Has something to say. What did he say, Marianne? It, I, I don't know, but um, Hot Cop has, like, zero character flaws. Like, unless you count being too nice as being a character flaw, because, oh, my God. Well, there you go. He's like, I lost, but that's okay. I'm proud of you, Cedric, and you deserve it. And when you win, I'll be there. And I'm just like, God fucking damn it. Do you have any character flaws? Apparently not. Uh, uh, but Cedric Alexander. Hot. Yes. Let me uh, one more time here. You just made the list. Um, Cedric Alexander has something to say, but I didn't. I didn't listen to I it. Really, frankly, I don't care. Uh, Noam Dar says Buddy Murph- Murphy is a dafty. Pass it on. You just made the Noam list. Noam Dar, I could. He, I will, I will listen to everything he has to say. I will pass on anything he wants me to pass on. Um, how could you possibly say no to that kind of challenge that he's issuing? Yeah, I don't know. He's a wee Scottish lad camming you, wearing a hoodie in his car at night. It's clearly past his bedtime. Yeah. He means some serious business. Give him his match. Give him his match, Bud Murph. Yes, Bud Murph. Next up, we had uh, the main event, which was Kalisto and Lince Dorado taking on Mike Kanellis and one TJP. You just made the list in an hour podcast match. <laughs> a tornado tag match for those of you counting at home. Um, I laughed very hard when Maria picked up the pinata and was like, I've got it. I've got the pinata and it was, was just, just like crazy and ridiculous. And- yes. <sighs> I thought that was very funny for some reason. Uh, I mean, uh, th- three of these people were pretty sold on. One of them, we're not really sure, but the match was fine. I thought. I if there's one, if one thing is for sure going to turn me against you, it's having props. Mm, yes, uh, Lucha House Party. Yes. Um. Then this whole like Mike and Maria thing. It's like Mike and Maria and their adopted teenager who is somehow <laughs> older than Dad, but we were not going to question that. <laughs> No, we will not. Um, <laughs> I somehow older than his dad. Yeah, I don't know how that's that. Well, well, I don't know. Yeah, but I am like I'm not a Lucha House Party fan. They just like they rely too heavily on their props, and if you took the props away, there's no substance. I will say I don't I don't know if I agree with that, but I will say Lince Dorado did the um, and I think I we were mentioning this when we were watching an ECW matches. Why don't why doesn't anyone do the super crazy uh, the three rope moonsaults anymore? And Lince Dorado did him in this match, and I popped pretty big for it. Yeah, I do remember we were saying, like, why doesn't anybody do that? Yeah. Um, and then uh, Mike Kanellis, 
Oh, fucking, like, way to make that mask removal totally unnoticed. <laughs> like, he ruined a to- he ruined a perfectly decent spot. Like, leave the douchebaggery to your sexy pseudo-son. You just made the but, list! Yeah, TJP, goddamn. I gotta make um, up for it. Huh? I gotta make up for it. I gotta hit the button more, because I feel like He's I missed just- it. Oh my god, TJ's so beautiful. But, um... He took the mask off, but the camera wasn't even facing, like, that level of him when he did it. So it was like, oh, he's suddenly holding a mask, and not even the commentators knew. And they were like, oh, wait, he took the mask off, but Lizzie Drada was still wearing a mask. (laughs) And it was like, wow, they really fucked the timing up on that. You had, like, literally one job. But whatever. Um, I love that short, like, quick jump slide to the shins that TJ does. It's not like a baseball slide. Right. Do you know what I mean? Where he kind of yes. like kicks their legs out from underneath them. Yes. I love it. Shit. It's like effective as fuck. And it's cool looking. Um, but also, I just... TJ's just... Great. You just made the list! <laughs> um, so, match ends with pinata ridiculousness and a pretty good shooting star press from Lince Dorado. And that's the end yeah. of the match. And the end of 205 Live. NXT, um, I think they changed up that intro video a little bit, Marianne. It doesn't matter. The song still fucking blows. I agree. It's a very bad song. Like, if, if things that put me in a bad way before watching NXT, it doesn't help that their theme song totally sucks butt, and also the crowd is generally awful all the time. Yes, fair enough, and agreed. Like, I, could, I, I would prefer to watch those matches with no crowd noise at all. My because God. they legit ruin it. Goodness, my goodness. Uh, let's talk about this opening match here. We have Matt Riddle taking on the debuting Punishment Martinez. Now, um, Matt Riddle's graphics. <laughs> he's like a Nickelodeon character. It's like if you put together Rocket Power and made them a wrestler, yeah. it would be Matt Riddle. Yes, absolutely. Rocket Power is not necessarily a reference that you would get. Hmm. In your age, but I'm sure there's somebody out there that will understand. In my age. <laughs> I feel like I know what rock... I've heard of Rocket Power. I've seen this little kid with the fucking glasses before. Do you mean you? Yeah. <laughs> in my age. But anyways, Punishment Martinez. So his, his name in, in ROH was Punisher Martinez, but I guess we didn't want to get sued by Marvel. So we had to change it to Punishment Martinez. Which is just as stupid, to be honest. It's very dumb. I don't like it. Um, (laughs) I saw his graphic and I was like, oh, jeez. He is everything Baron Corbin tried to be. So he's Big Lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Big Lunch Martinez. Well, sorry, dude. That's your name now. (laughs) Big Brunch? Big lunch or big brunch, Marianne? I don't know. I feel like brunch would be because brunch is the more popular bunch oh. one. But I don't know. He's like his entire look, the way he carries himself, everything is what the, is is the look that Baron Corbin was aiming at. Yes, but totally missed because he still has hair. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the dynamics of this match because I really like seeing Riddle not completely dominate. Yeah, it was a pretty good showing for uh, Martinez here. That being said, that bromission was weakly held, and it made no sense for a power hitter to tap out to that. At least to tap out immediately like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't immediately. It was just, it, it was, he was hitting him while he was holding him in the bro mission, mm. but it wasn't like a strong bro mission. And it wasn't hits that would, it would, they would be more annoying hits than ones to make somebody give up. It was more like looking at it and going, I would just tap because I'm annoyed. <laughs> Fair but enough. Then again, that's me. <laughs> I will, I will, I mean, it was a pretty good showing from Martinez. Yeah, that, he uh, had some great kicks in there. It was just, uh, yeah, man, that that uh, like spinning front kick was pretty sweet. Um, yeah. After the match, Matt Riddle is attacked by Cassius Ono to a chorus of boos. Our 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 mean uncle Chris. He's the uncle of he's the uncle of NXT. There you go. Um, we had a ricochet thing, and I mean, I didn't watch any of the thing, but look at that fucking suit he's wearing. My God. Okay. He's worn that suit before. He's a fucking outfit repeater. I've seen that suit before. I remember because he was wearing tassel loafers the first time he took a picture in it like a year ago. Oh, that How was the one hundred bucks where he wasn't wearing any socks, right? No, no. But they were no shows. The no a douchebag another time. I will bet you a hundred bucks. That's what he was wearing. Was those fucking tassel loafers. I mean, and I made fun of him. I said, what the fuck are those on his Instagram? <laughs> I mean, I will not I bet like, you. Are wearing loafers? I was like, you douchebag. I will not bet you, but please find that out for us, and please tell me that I thought his, or tell him that I thought his jacket was very cool. Yes, I will do that. Yeah. I will literally do that right now. Did you see what I tweeted today, where I was like, the war, the best and worst part about NXT to me is... All of the people that act like Ricochet hasn't always been a flippy, amazing son of a bitch. Yes. They're always like, oh my god, he's the highlight reel. Oh my god, he's so incredible. And I'm like, he's been doing this shit for like, like he's been doing those exact same moves for like the past 10 years. Yeah, basically. Like, where the fuck have you guys been? <laughs> Christ. Okay, where are we here? Heavy Machinery said, hey, we want those tag team belts. All right, great. William Regal tweets, please, did you look at that tweet? Did you look at his profile picture? It's him and Daniel Bryan. No, I didn't. being ridiculous. Uh, Basically, William Regal says, in three weeks' time, there will be a fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender for the women's championship. And uh, Bianca Belair is the first lady in that match. Um, Man, Marianne. With the next match we watched uh, was the Forgotten Sons taking on Raul Mendoza and Umberto Calero. Carrillo. 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 I like how you go. Carrillo? Umberto. It's Carrillo. Umbo- it, it's Carrillo? Are you sure it's not Carrillo? If it's two L's, it's a Y noise. Oh, all right. Umberto? Umberto. Umberto. Let me tell you. Uh,. This was his fucking come, coming out party for sure. He was on fucking fire. That handspring back elbow. Good lord. It was a high one, too. He was flipping all over the place. He was doing some cool shit. Uh, and I'm just going to say this right now. Look, you got to give him and Raul Mendoza matching tights. Get him a tag team name. Let's fucking go here. Because uh, otherwise it's not real until they do. Exactly. It was, uh, they were, I mean, these two are great. I love Raul Mendoza. I think he's great. And Umberto. Umberto. That should just be their uh, their tag team name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mendoza. Mendoza. But you have to say his name like Homer Simpson. Mendoza. <laughs> no. Mm. 
Berto. <laughs> um, that pile driver thing that Blake did off of the middle rope was fucking crazy. And uh, their finisher's pretty sweet, the Forgotten Sons, the Stomp Reverse DDT. Um, yeah, but, I mean, good showing from Mendoza and Humberto's. Mmm-berto. Mmm-berto. Uh, we had a Velveteen Dream thing, which was amazing. Dude, he's wearing a knotted crop top. Of course he is. That's ridiculous. I've never even worn one of... Actually, you know what? I own one. That's a lie, but I... Wait, when How was the dare, last time I wore it? How dare you lie to us? Like a floral knotted crop top. Like that is some ridiculously ballsy shit right there. But also we forgot he was magic. We did forget he was magic. He snapped his fingers, the lights turned purple, and his music started playing. And he Yeah, and that's when it that's when immediately like my mind my, my thought process went, okay, that to like Family Guy with Quagmire's bed, and then I was oh. like, there's no way. That Velveteen Dream doesn't have a circular bed. He has to, right? There's no way. Like, he absolutely has to. Because my thought process was just that and Quagmire music. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Kathy Kelly asks him, what's next? And he mentions uh, the good name of Paul. And then he says, the next thing that's happening is I'm going to leave you. And he leaves. And it was quite funny. Um, This is not a note about NXT, but they played a... uh, clip for tables ladders and chairs and that song is fucking god awful um what pay-per-view songs aren't horrible i mean usually they're not songs that they make yeah i'm cool for the summer that Um, wasn't them no no i'm saying that 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 was just the one i always think of okay um except that one that through fire did a few years back because it's my friend's band and i can't hate on it nice nothing wrong Um, with that but yeah they're generally pretty horrible I I cannot disagree, or I can, but I won't. There we go. Um, I love when the Undisputed Era or the uh, Era of Chads uh, does a promo, because I know I just saved myself five minutes. Yeah, but also Bobby Fish. You just made the list! Dakota Kai taking on Shayna Baszler in a non-title match, and I... My first note is Jessamine Duke looks strange, right? Like somebody didn't finish their creator wrestler. My note is, spoiler alert, that's what she always looks like. I know that because I've seen her in person. I mean, I have too, and she was, I mean, she was nice when I saw her. So, I mean, you know, but she she looks strange. She she looks, she has legless hair. Yeah, she does. Huh, yeah, that? have a hard, have like, have a fun time, like, trying to unsee that. She has the same, she has woodland elf braids. But without without the finesse of being a woodland elf. Absolutely. I'm finding myself scrolling through Ricochet's um, Instagram trying to find the picture of him in that fucking god-awful sh- sweater jacket thing. Oh. And there's just a lot of douchey pictures of him wearing Timberlands and other, stu- other things. And I just want to be like, wow. I mean, that seems correct. Yep. Um, this match, a match that features, sorry, Dakota Kai. You just made the list! Was fucking great stuff. Yeah. This match... Except when the crowd started chanting Ronda's shadow like Shayna isn't 100% better at what she does than Ronda is. Very true. 100% true. But, uh, man, it was good stuff. Um, Lots of uh, hard-hitting action, as one would say. Did you write the LOL, or was that me? You did. I have no idea what I'm LOLing, honestly. Io Shirai? 
Oh, it's EO. <laughs> I thought it was LOL. Anyway, um, the pump kick followed by the top rope stomp oh, was great. Oh, I didn't even notice that. The- <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice that either. Um, yeah, this match was just, it was uh, fast paced, really fucking good, hard hitting. Uh, Shayna gets the win after she, I think she, she kind of rolled through uh, and Dakota missed with a kick and then she got her in the in the choke there and choked her out and then EO came out for the save. Uh, we got a Dijakovic promo. Dijakovic. Vic. Donnie D. I'm so excited. Yeah, fuck finally. I love him. He's wonderful. Dijakovic. Vic. Yeah, I'm excited for him to uh, finally make his debut. That's going to be super cool. Uh, we 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 ended the night with uh, Chiampa coming out and running down why he is uh, the single greatest uh, NXT champion in history. I love when he was yelling at Mara and Mara was just like pan faced, just like not had no emotion. Yeah, because he's because he's Mara. He can handle true. it. Um, that Alistair Black comes out and he says, "I want that rematch because I um, never got it." Every time he talks, it baffles me that that's what he sounds like. I feel, I feel like, like his is, accent he is doesn't have enough, as much of an accent as you would expect him to have. Yeah. It just weirds me out. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, he wants that rematch. And then here comes good old John Boy, and he says he's not done with Alistair Black, and it's over when he says it's over. And then Ciampa says, I love when you leave Johnny Wrestling in the back and you bring Johnny Badass out. He calls him John Boy, too. And I was like, wow, <laughs> this is great. Great stuff. Ciampa thinks since they're not done, they should fight in a cage. And sure, why not? And uh, Black tries to black mass or hit the black mass on Johnny Gargano. He ducks out of the way. Ciampa laughs on the apron and then gets a black mass for his trouble. And that's pretty much the end of NXT. It was a fine yeah. show. It was fine. Uh, um, it was... Psycho Puppet Master. Oh yeah, Tommy. He, he was he was great with the, all of that. Um, which NSYNC video is it with the? With no, it's not no. It's Bye 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 where she's using the no strings attached thing. Although it should be the no strings attached video. Right. You would think. Fun fact: I have a Joey Fatone from that music video. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I got it from a, as a white elephant gift at my family Christmas party last year, which I'm going to tomorrow, and nothing will ever eclipse how great that present is. <laughs> nice. I stole it from my uncle so fast when he unwrapped it. I was like, this is great because Joey Fatone's my favorite. But anyways, going way, way back. Way back. We were in sync was totally a thing. 18 years ago, WCW Starcade no 2000. No way. 18. 18 years ago, Marianne. Oh, my God. Yep. That's a very long time ago. But we watched the opening match to Starcade 2000 which was uh, Three Count, which consists of Shane Helms, who you might know better as The Hurricane, and Shannon Moore, who, if you look up a picture of Shannon Moore now, you will not believe your eyes, Marianne. Uh, Taking on the team of uh, ex-Three Count member Evan Courageous and ex-Young Dragons member Jamie Noble, and they are taking on the remaining Young Dragons or Jun Dragons, uh, Kaz Hayashi and Yang. So the rules to this is it is a tag team ladder match. I just looked up Shannon Moore and I'm not surprised. With all of his his tats? 
I'm not surprised at all. I'm honestly surprised that he's alive. I thought he would be dead. Oh, that's not... That's not but fair. he's also from this... He's from Cameron, North Carolina, where fucking Trevor Lee's from. Yeah. Oh, huh. oh, Shannon Moore. He's a tattoo artist. He's great. He's good stuff. Anyway. His name's also Shannon, so... Yeah, you know. What can you do? Um. So the, the rules to this match is it's a tag team match, but there's a contract for a cruiserweight championship match against... One Chavo Guerrero Jr. So only one person can win the contract, right? Right. <laughs> um. So I feel like Marianne, the only person you would recognize in this match is Jamie Noble. Um. Jamie. Okay. Jamie Noble looks and talks exactly like my uncle Roger, and he looks like especially now, and they're probably the same age, mm-hmm. which is very weird. My except my uncle Roger is a redhead. He's a demolition. Uh, he's, I remember when I was a kid, he was a demolition derby driver. Oh wow! Yep, always wearing plaid, uh, drinking beer. Hmm. Sounds just like Jamie Noble. But wow. Jamie Noble, I have a feeling Jamie Noble's a lot um, friendlier than my uncle Roger. Well, there you go. Anyways, um, <laughs> like I, I had said this, and I'm glad I talked to you about this before we recorded. But if I were to, I watched this match as if I was ten. Yes. And I don't know if we were recording when I told you this. We were, but I, we weren't recording. This was before the show started. We started the episode. Okay. So I watched this match as if I were watching, like, it in the year 2000, where I was at the sweet tender age of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could easily see myself digging the fuck out of three count because of those pants. I lived for lime green when I was 10 years old. <laughs> Those cargo pants. Oh my God. They're the, oh, and then you go ahead and tell me later they are a boy band and I fucking lost my shit. Yeah, man. And I'm so, so, well, how did I not know about this sooner? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to put up Marianne's reaction to hearing the three count song uh, on the Patreon page. So oh, wait, get... oh no. What? Oh, God. What? Wait, do you have that on the video? No, not on video. Did you see me? when I, I was... did see you, but I have I have. I was, audio. I was wacky, inflatable, arm-flailing tube You man. were. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but also on brand. Very much so. Uh, this is probably the worst of the three-man booths. Uh, I believe it was Mike Tanay. Nope, Mike Tanay wasn't involved. It was Tony Schiavone. Uh, Mark Madden and third guy. Yeesh. Mark Madden was not good. Um, there were a lot of uh, it was kind of sloppy at the beginning. Marianne, they tried to go for a Hurricane Rana that didn't really work out. Uh, then the ladders. That's what came- the botch was. Yes, and they almost botched immediately after that. But uh, they brought the ladders Who in. Did? Whose botch was it? I think it was Shannon Moore on. Uh, oh. No, but he made up for it later because he did that cool the like, springboard moonsault to the outside. That and he did the fucking um um on um, um, the head scissors. Yes, yes. The uh, the skin the cat. That was fucking sick. Head scissors was very cool. That was good stuff. Um, I mean, this match was. Insane. It was a ladder match, obviously. Um, there are lots of moves off of ladders. Uh, they all looked fucking crazy. Um, Kaz Hayashi did a moonsault onto the ladder, which was... Ugh. Lots of off-the-ladder things. I just have off-the-ladder, off-the-ladder. That power that... slam off-the-ladder was crazy. Yeah. Um, the twister backflip thing off-the-ladder 
Yes. The, the one Asian one with the curtain haircut. <laughs> yes, that would be Jimmy Wang Yang, or just Yang here. That's a terrible name, but also suits his hair. Yes. Um, and then Chavo was on fucking commentary. He has the least threatening voice I've maybe ever heard. It was pretty and bad. I've heard Brock Lesnar talk. It was like, he's like, yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna fight one of these guys. I am a middle class, I, no, he is like, I'm a middle class, just young Christian dad. Now you can, can you see why they, uh, they tried to make him a whitewashed golfer in WWE? Oh, completely, because he looks like one. Kerwin White, look it up. No. Kerwin White, and he had, he was a you golfer. You can go from a name like Chavo to that. Kerwin White, he was a golfer, and his caddy was one Nick Nemeth. No way. Yeah. And he came out on a golf cart. Oh, my God. Are you looking it up? No, I'm not, because I'm texting Trevor. But still, like, oh, my, I will in a second. (laughs) And you'll hear me when I do see it. Kerwin White, goodness gracious, what an abomination. Um, What else do we got here? Oh, that famouser? Uh, I think that... uh... Oh, my God, why does he look like Pitbull? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, he is Pitbull. He looks like Pitbull. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I mean, this match had a lot of cool ladder stuff. Uh, I mean, I don't really know. Oh, there there was one point where I think it was Evan Courageous fell off of the ladder, and then he hit the, the top rope, and Tony Schiavone just kept saying, he hit the turnbuckle. He hit the turnbuckle. He didn't. Um, He hit the top <laughs> rope. It was pretty... Yes. It was pretty funny. Yeah, because you had said, I'm pretty sure he's dead. And then I was like, if he didn't die, then he for sure died later when he tummy bounced off that top rope. And yeah, he totally fuck. died. Yeah, he was. Isn't that, isn't that basically how Owen Hart died? Um, n- uh, no, no. Owen Hart hit the turnbuckle on the way down. He did. He hit the turnbuckle for yeah. sure. Okay. Well, I, I feel like there is. I mean, I don't go searching for it. I feel like somebody did fan cam footage of that night, and you can, if you really want to, you could see it. Um, but yeah, I believe he hit the turnbuckle on the way down. So, <sighs> thanks, Marianne. Sorry, it's okay. I'm kidding. Kind of. We'll never forget. He is it. dead, though. Yeah, I, know. I mean, Evan is dead. Sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> He is dead, though. I know, Marianne. I got the phone call that Sunday from my cousin. (laughs) Jesus. That's not what I meant. I know. I know that's what I meant. Anyways, those head scissors. Head scissors! Head scissors. That was good stuff. Uh, It was was just a crazy ladder match. It was fun. You had fun, right? This was fun. Right? You said, like, it was, I had a lot of fun. Um, Did you like how I screamed head scissors like Shane Matthews? I did. Good, good Speaking call. of which, Scott Parker got married this past week, I think. <laughs> what? Yes. Mazel tov. Yeah, right? His <laughs> wife's, his name is Jeff and his wife's name is Steph. Jeff and Steph? Is that the most awful thing? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's terrible. Ugh. It's fucking awful. But he's my birthday twin, so. There you go. Um, those headsets were fucking sick. Skin the cat. Um... And then they both took it at the end because why? They're in a boy band together. Because they are in a boy band together. We watch TRL on MTV. Everybody three count. One, two, three. (laughs) 
So, one, two, three. So, Marion, we have a choice for next week because we're sticking with Starcade. We can do one of two matches. Um, is there? Which one would you rather watch from our choices? Ninety-seven or ninety-eight? I've seen Hogan and Sting wrestle before. I don't think I've seen Billy Kidman wrestle. Okay, so we're going to watch 1998. It's a triple threat match for, I believe, the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Billy Kidman taking on Juventud Guerrero, Guerrera, excuse me, and Rey Mysterio Jr. So follow along if you would like. Um, news items, news items. What did I write about over at that hashtag.com this week? John's been writing up a fucking storm. Oh, well, there's a couple of things I wrote, but, uh, the only two relevant ones I feel like talking about is WWE's thinking about doing a queen of the ring tournament, Marianne. That sounds pretty cool. They want to do a pay-per-view, uh, basically the follow-up to evolution and have like a one night tournament thing to crown the queen of the ring, which, uh, yeah, I'm but there. you know what? It's gonna be fucking alicia fox and she's gonna wear a fucking crown and be all weird like wade barrett was his last year with the wwe <laughs> oh, they dated once oh yeah they <laughs> did wow um i think this is a good idea i think that they position it right it could be a way to decide who gets to challenge for the other women's title that this is going to be God, could you imagine if natalia wins Ugh. she's Ugh. gonna make her crown a cat crown Ugh, gross. But I think this would be a good way for whomever uh, is challenged by the Royal Rumble winner um, to um, the other champion would be challenged by the Queen of the Ring winner. I think that's a good idea. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. And then uh, WWE uh, teased women's tag team titles in 2019. And just fucking do it already. Let's go. You have all of these women can have legitimate friendships and not be bitchy to each other oh my god seriously thank you and i mean everybody's already in tag teams already every every single one of them has a friend and we can't give these friends tag team titles uh the other oh my god i just i literally just found kerwin white and nick nemeth who looks just like a young ryan nemeth yeah absolutely he looks like pitbull this is awful it's weird right um, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. So, uh, New Japan, they got a lot of expiring contracts coming up, and WWE is apparently very interested in bringing in Kushida, um, the time splitter. Um, I think, I don't know if he's going to do it, but it, he could just run Ruckshot over 205 Live. I think he would be great on that. Um, I mean, I think. Do you be- think 205 Live right now they have more people than they know what to do with at the moment, though? I mean, kind of, but if you bring tag team titles into it, I really don't yeah, think they should do. Which is, uh, yeah, they should also do that. Um, uh, I mean, NXT would be great for him too, but those are the the only two places right now that I see him going everywhere but Raw. Let's just go with that. You know what I just realized right now. Hmm. I was thinking about NXT, and then my mind went to NXT UK, and then my mind went to Mark Andrews and how much I love and support Mark Andrews, and then I was thinking about other people that I love and support, and I forgot to mention, today being Friday, December 7th, is one fucking Dean Ambrose's birthday. God damn it. Which we didn't mention, and I texted you yesterday saying we need to make a mention of this. 
We do new nasty Dean Ambrose. It is He's his birthday. Nasty. Let's be real. Very true. Um, I am very. Marion, are you going to TLC? You have no. to go. Come on. Where is it? Oh wait, <laughs> you'll be here. Never mind. It's in San Jose. No fucking way. Yeah, I had no idea. It's next week. No way. And it's on Sunday. Wow, we have not been watching Raw and SmackDown at all. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm I'm kind of bummed that it's in it's in uh, it's in San Jose, and we are busy all weekend. Well, I I'm busy Friday and Saturday, not Sunday. Well, yeah, but you got to drive all the way back. Don't test me. No, it's fine. I won't be there. <laughs> um, what else? I will I will go if if Mojo rallies there. I mean, I don't, I don't know. But I, I'll, I'll only go just so I can hang out with him. I won't actually go to the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. Anyways. All right, let's get <laughs> some questions here. We have a, a some questions. Let's talk about. Uh, we got some from Facebook. Uh, one Richard Rains says, "Baron Corbin and Alexa Bliss." You just made the list. Are both heels in a positive or a position of authority on the same brand? What is the over under on Sparkle Wolf becoming a reality? This is a joke for two slash three because you know about Sparkle Wolf. Yeah, I think I think some of our listeners should know about Sparkle Wolf. Uh, I mean, I also noticed the worst pairing of all time. How dare you? Also, I will say that I I did just get my Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. Pop figures and uh, Sparkle Monster is just going to be hanging out. What was their name? Was it Sparkle Monster? Yeah, it was Sparkle Monster. But dude, imagine if Baron Corbin had a pop figurine. How freaking balding it would be. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Well, not anymore because he's shaved. It would be a goddamn lie. Very like true. the action figure they made where they totally added hair to it. Very true. Uh, Mike asks, uh, which wrestlers from the fed would you most like to see jump to all elite wrestling? Is there anyone you would dread seeing Marianne? I would dread seeing like Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler and all elite wrestling. Yes, that would be terrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) did you see that, uh, Drew McIntyre turned on him? He's, no. He's like, fuck you. And I'm like, good good for you, Drew. Did you just notice how terrible he is? <laughs> um, he wears moon boots for fuck's sake. Who would I like? Who? Which wrestler from the Fed would you most like to see jump to all elite wrestling? Like literally jump? Yeah, just jump over. Um, It'll be like reading Rainbow. <laughs> I honestly don't know. That's a good question. Honestly, Isn't reading Rainbow the one where they would jump into the book? Um, no. What What was it where they would jump into the book? Huh. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, he also asks, who would you rather have? Would you rather have Kid Lycos or Timothy Thatcher as your tag team partner? Is that a joke on one of them gets hurt? I don't know. I think he's just asking because I feel oh, like. Kid Lycos, obviously, because shut up, Lycos. <laughs> well, and I mean, I think it's also, um. In reference to Chris Brooks having been tag team partners with both of them. Oh, that's true. But Timothy Thatcher isn't. Timothy Thatcher is more of like a begrudgingly paired with you kind of person. Yeah, I mean, but I think I would rather have Timothy Thatcher in all honesty. Because he just beats the scary as shit. Yeah, he beats the fuck out of people. 
Uh, he also yeah. asks, which mid-card or NXT women wrestler would you like to see breaking out next? Who's your next breakout? What do you mean by, why did you put mid-card and NXT women's wrestler? Like, someone that is in the mid-card on one of the major shows, women-wise. Like, getting into that number one spot. I would like to see Alicia Fox go, like, go out there, like, maybe, like, one last time. Yeah, that would be nice. I would be fine with that. Because be cool. she's been there before, but she, like, is kind of just floundering right now, and she's still got it. Yeah. So... But oh, no, I think man. I think Alicia Fox is a fine uh a fine pick for that. Uh for me, I mean, I would say Asuka, but that's already happening at TLC. She's getting back in that that spot. And I I mean, yeah, I would say she's been in the mid card. If it's an NXT, I'd say uh I think it's about time for Kyrie Sane to come on up. I don't think she has anything left to do, so I'd like to see Kyrie Sane on the main roster, and then I would also like to see her and Asuka beat the fuck out of each other. Because that's mostly them screaming at each other in Japanese. Absolutely, that would be some good shit. Uh, Calvin asks, "We've always heard who the daddest wrestler of all of them is, but who is the mommest wrestler of them all?" Natalia. I think it's Mickey James. <laughs> Oh shit! No, that's a better one. Yeah, yeah. but Natalia, you know what? Natalia is also a very good one. I think that's also a good either one of those because she seems like she's oh, yeah. she's a big old Mickey mom. Mickey James Mickey James mostly because of how she dresses. Yes. Um, Natalia because the way she always inevitably acts like a mom. Yeah, like a uh, straight up mom. Um, sure. go ahead. Did you see the question I asked? Or the person I asked to ask a question? Yes, I have that up. Okay, good. So, Kevin asks... Um, Hi, Kevin! <laughs> he asks... Well, he's, he has a, a, a statement. So, yeah, WWE fucking sucks right now, but the triple threat tag team storyline with The Bar, The New Day, and My Loves The Usos... He fucking loves the Usos. I mean, what's there not? What's there not to love? Anyway, uh, have the potential to be the new Dudley's, Hardy's, Edge and Christian. Do you agree? How fast will the WWE fuck this up? Um, do I think they have the potential? Yeah, man, totally. I think that. Um, how fast will WWE fuck it up? I don't know. They're on SmackDown, and that seems like less fuck upable because, like, yeah, people are I, like. I feel- yeah, it's less fuck upable, mostly because the new day can kind of make everything work. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, the new day. I feel like all of these dudes are pretty tight. They're all good friends. Yeah, they're great friends. I think I think that the chemistry amongst them will make kind of whatever they're given work. Yeah. Um, Whether make it work or absolutely fucking knock it out of the park. I I mean, I just want Cesaro to have nice things. I'm honestly surprised. Are the three of them? What is the tables, ladders, and chairs? What is that looking like? Man, we have a wrestling podcast and we don't even know. Hey, you know what? I'm also just going to state, um, you guys don't have to watch Raw, right? You know that, right? Do you guys, listeners, you know you don't, no one's forcing you to watch Monday Night Raw. <laughs> like, just uh, just letting you know that. Peer just, pressure is a thing. No, no one is making you watch like everyone's like, oh fuck, Raw's on again. It's so shitty. No one is making you watch it. <laughs> Just stop watching it. And then when someone goes, man, Raw's been good for a month. Go, okay, well maybe I'll watch it again. 
until it inevitably fucks until up. Until it's shitty again, and then you stop watching it. It's... I want that to be the title of this episode. You don't have to watch Raw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's definitely the title. <laughs> I'm just putting it at the top. You or no, 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 no one is making you watch Monday Night Raw. There you go. That's the title. And it's up to you to listen to find out the context of why it's that. Guys, no one... No, as, is the, as is the rule for every episode. Yeah. No one is... Uh, if anyone questions your wrestling fandom because you don't watch Monday Night Raw, just tell them to go fuck themselves. Who, for sure. Like, who fucking cares? Just watch the pay-per-views like I do. I went to Survivor Series. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I don't care. It and you doesn't just matter. enjoyed it because it's an art form. I bet those people are the same fucking people that just found out that Ricochet's a flippy boy. I guess so. Just watch NXT. Just like and the t- most annoying type of person. Just it's tra- like, oh my god, he's so amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, God, fuck, where were you like four years ago? So they're doing the the bar versus the New Day versus the Usos, and that honestly should be a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Ah. I mean, that's just I, me. I, I do if I were to miss watching like one thing it would be like any match that cesaro and sheamus are are doing yes i included sheamus in that there you go what a time what a time indeed to be alive this should be i'm actually looking at this card and this card looks great and you know what i had i didn't have to suffer through raw to watch to think this card looked great come on guys get it together just go watch something else watch I don't know, subscribe to New Japan or subscribe to Powerbomb.tv. They have like 10 million shows you can watch and you don't have to feel shitty about watching a three-hour program that you already know is not good. Yeah, I know. Why are you giving your money to something like that when Vince McMahon is just going to sell all your shares for the XFL anyways? <laughs> true. Very true. Um, I have a tiny piece since that was... Um, that was our last question, right? Yeah, that's it. I have a feel-good slash kind of sad tweet to share. Oh, God. So, Tim Daunt's today... Oh, the dollar tweet. Oh, my God. Is it not the cutest? That's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, when he... He is just the cutest. I love him. <laughs> uh, John, you missed your cue. Sorry, I was taking a drink of this B-double-L. You just made the list! Oh, my God. Yeah. That's it. Ugh. Okay, it's Friday. I'll I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it he had said when I was diagnosed with cancer, he did a he did a uh, unsung Philly did a video, like kind of like documentary thing of him. Yeah, which was very sweet. He said when I was diagnosed with cancer, unsung Philly reached out to meet to do an interview. The editor's six year old daughter would ask him how is he going to pay for the surgery when her father replied himself. She gave me a dollar. To go towards his fucking surgery for cancer because he had to pay for it himself and adorable. she felt bad. Adorable. Adorable. This man. And, he and put he's a picture still alive. But talking about cancer, the lady that I really, really liked at my work died today. Oh. So. On a sad note. Jesus, man. On a glad note, John's engaged. Good fucking lord. John's engaged. I am engaged and everything's great. Uh, engaged. We- and it wasn't an accident, like that one episode of Friends. Engage! <laughs> um, uh, Lauren now has her first WWE uh, shirt. We got it in the mail today. It is a Kyrie Sane shirt. Good. Excellent. Um, that's about it. Are you going to be dressing? Uh, never mind. We'll talk about this afterwards. Okay. 
Um, so that's it for us this week. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault, and you can follow newly engaged John Pinkle on Twitter at JP Thrice. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Have you done your Spotify yearly thing? I have. I know John has. I know I have, and I won't share mine because it's embarrassing. <laughs> Just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can rate and review us as well. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. Uh, there's some mugs. There's some other stuff that's pretty cool that you can get over there. Um, also, uh, patreon.com slash notlg. Uh, support TTR and all the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. You can donate, I think, like a dollar. Uh, I'm going to put up that <laughs> that audio clip of Marianne hearing the three-count theme song for the first time. And I kind of sing along, but not really. Oh, you definitely do. Um, I just got a message back from um, Shitty Trevor. And yes. I said, so my podcast co-host would like me to tell you that he very much dug your jacket from your interview on NXT this week. And I said, I'm pretty sure you were also wearing those tassel loafers that I made fun of you for and also hate. So I'm not going to compliment you on that. And he was like, actually, I had shiny loafers on. Ah! And I was like, that's somehow worse. <laughs> that's great. So just if, if anyone takes anything away from this week's episode, just know that Ricochet knows that I enjoyed his awesome jacket. <laughs> so there's only one thing left to do. So Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell. One, two, three. Whee. <laughs> this has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.